Sound the horns to the left. Sound the horns to the right. Make way, ladies and gentlemen. Not only has Santa Claus come to town, but the Liberty Gypsy is back amongst us. It Yes. Shoot the confetti cannons. Get out the T-shirts. What's going on? You're uh, back. Yeah, I was in hiding. You were in hiding. I was now, in hiding. Is, was this a legal thing? No, on, on, no. Did you rob a bank? No, I was sick as sick could be. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, yeah. Is, well, it a, is it a cold? Is it the flu? What'd you have? It's just this cold that will not go away. I, I blame it all on the weather. We're like 30 degrees one day, 60 degrees the next day, 30 degrees. People are not meant to live like that. It's supposed to be a season where your body can like acclimate to the temperature. No, like one day it's fall, one day it's winter, the next day it's almost summer. It's crazy. And I'm I, on the other end of the of the spectrum here. I did battle with a cold. Mm-hmm. And it's documented. It was on it was on vlog a couple weeks ago. Uh, my boss, my buddy, uh, Kevin James had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of people at work had it, and they were just they were dropping like flies. Right. And then I started I started feeling bad. And this is like an ad. We should get these people to 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 buy ad space on the podcast. <laughs> I started hitting the Zycam super hard. Like I uh-huh. took it as directed. Like they take it every three hours. It like it's just zinc. It's like straight up zinc. Uh, everything tasted like metal for like three days. I I totally just started chowing down on on vitamin C and uh, I whooped it. I never I never got the full on cold. I had some symptoms and then I I pulled right out. It was like magic. God wow. bless you scientists. Thank you Zycam people. I normally feel it coming on, but this one just hit me like a brick because before – when I feel like I'm getting sick, I take the energy C, the yeah. stuff that you dissolve in water. Yeah, and, the emergency. Um, emergency, that's what it's called. And then I take the vitamin D3 because that really helps too. And gotcha. normally if I, if I know it's coming and I can feel it coming on, I can stop it cold. This one just hit me. Just like a snow plow of sick. I just woke up and I'm dr- like, ugh. <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. I had one day where my legs were kind of achy and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And then I pulled out of it, pulled out of that tailspin. Well, you're so, lucky. I still sound a little bit like Maud. So <laughs> like Maud. Oh, oh, Arthur. Be Arthur. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lots going on. Lots to get caught up on. It's an exciting, exciting day. Uh, the other day. Uh, as I was driving across country, the uh, the tax bill thing happened. We should mm-hmm. just start with that because that is the good news. That is the good news in all of this. I'm I'm super psyched. I'm I'm stoked as well. I, I, and here's the here's the problem though. I think we got a messaging problem. I I, I you I, I don't Republicans, conservatives, libertarians, not great on the messaging side of things. And uh, and I think they're going to lose this battle to, well, I mean, to the media. Sarah Sanders did an excellent job, got up in front of the entire press corps, right, and said a family of four making $45,000 a year will get an extra – I forget what the total number was, but it was basically an extra $120 a month, right? Yes. She was universally panned as a liar. Like how really? do you get how do you get the message out? If you can stand there and tell the truth, what the tax policy center has actually said, and oh, that's just no, this is all for the one percent. And like, 
they put information out like we don't understand percentages. Like basic percentages. Yeah, somebody who makes a million dollars gets more money back because they made a million dollars and I didn't. <laughs> well, here's the here's the one I think they should just stick to. Eight out of ten. Eight, Eight out, out of ten. ten. Eight out of ten Americans, you're going to get more money. You're going to get more of your money back. That's your money. And, and, and I would just – that's the attack. That's the way I would attack it. Eight out well, of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten is a pretty big – Pretty big number. That's a pretty big number, people. It's a a huge number. And, you know, the New York Times was having an absolute, you know, freak out a couple weeks ago because when they looked at the whole thing and what they've done with state tax deductions, et cetera, it's actually wealthy people in places like New York and California that are not going to get a tax cut. And that – and uh, and I don't know if you could have designed it any better. If you could design it – but like the – the wealthy people, the people in New York, in California, who are already being taxed to death, mm-hmm. and and by the by their representatives wasting their tax dollars, mm-hmm. now they have to pay more. Okay, so let's examine where are your tax dollars going? How much money are you wasting? It's wonderful. It's perfect. It's like putting a spotlight on the BS that is uh, New York and California. It's great. Oh yeah, no, I mean. Poor, poor Mr. Cuomo was just like, ah, de Blasio, ah, and not a single New Yorker, Californian Republican rep voted for it, by the way. Uh, Of course. (laughs) I I love it. I just love it. I was thrilled. I'm in my little car driving from New York to Ohio, just listening to uh, satellite radio, (laughs) just loving it. Like, I get more of my money back. I get more of my money back. And yes, and let's help small businesses and let's get that corporate rate down so we're competitive. And I have always thought – I have always thought that the, the, our, our economy is idiot-proof. The only way you can really mess up our economy is to get in there and start messing with it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the, the Jurassic Park uh, of economies. You know, our economy will find a way. Just get out of the way. Uh, life, life will find a way. Uh, life will expand. That was my uh, Jeff Goldblum impression. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park 2, uh, Lost World 2. I'm, I'm thrilled. I don't think it could, I mean, I want more of my money back. That would be awesome. Right. It's not, uh, however, I'll take it. I'll, I'll I will take it. Take what I can get. Well, and it was just, I thought it was fundamentally awesome because maybe you missed it because you were in the car. But, so, oh, this is nothing but a tax break for evil corporations and da-da-da-da-da because, you know, that's Bernie Sanders and the rest of them. And then all yes. of a sudden, AT&T, we're giving everybody a $1,000 bonus and we're making these capital investments to increase employment. And was immediately. It, it was like, like Wells immediately. Fargo, Wells Fargo, we're going to do the $15 hour minimum wage nationwide and we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And I mean just seven or eight companies just out the gate going, we're going to share. I'm laughing myself sick. I thought it was great. It, it, I, yeah, it, it, it was it was wonderful and uh, I celebrate it all. And like right before we started recording – uh, you heard of these things called the the paygos or whatever the po the there's something some weird thing and they thought Trump was going to wait to sign uh, the tax bill into law until after the new year so he could do like this weird loophole I don't even understand it uh, so so the website now this was like here's the super shady reason that Trump isn't going to sign this right away and like right after they came out with that story Trump signed it. 
Yeah, I know, I, I know he wanted to sign it before Christmas. That was his whole deal. Yeah, so yeah. he did it. So yeah. these uh, they came out with this big slanderous hit piece on him about the shady reason he doesn't want to sign it. Meanwhile, smash cut to the White House. Trump's like, doo 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 signature. There you go. It's there a law. It's a there's, law. There's the there's the super shady reason your website's a joke. <laughs> there's the super shady. That's uh, that. Oh, we'll do our year end review show uh, next, and I, I don't want to uh, bite on it, but I'm really, really, really. Uh, getting bored with these uh, just these uh, slanderous just hit pieces on Trump. If you look if you look at everything uh, the administration's doing, I have like zero beef with any of it, with any of it. No, up to this point, I'm fine. I mean, and and you know that 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 whole being forced to buy health insurance thing is gone now, too. Holy Crap. The individual that, mandate was in that, that bill because do you know why? And this is what kills me. <laughs> what? The Democrats what? took it to the Supreme Court and made the Supreme Court say it was a tax. So you know what you can do with it? You can include it in reforming the tax code. How awesome is that? It's awesome. Swear to God. It's just it's just it's kind of a, a love fest yeah. on this episode of the show. However, that was and and oh and the other thing I loved about it is when they're on the White House lawn and and Trump and and Mitch McConnell and all those guys are talking uh, Trump's like, yeah, we, we snuck that in there and I told these guys be super quiet about it. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> He's like, I love that he brags about it. He yeah, just brags about it. Don't and put it's, sunshine it's on so that beautiful. one, boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I said I said to these guys, don't talk about it. Don't talk because, you know, the, the fake news will be all over us. So let's just sneak that in there. And it's like it's like uh, in a boxing match. You get the you get tax reform, which is bang the knockout blow, and then as your opponent's falling to the ground, you kick him in the nuts, <laughs> and you say you have no more mandate too. Well, and, and then as they fall, you you teabag them and say, "Now we're gonna drill. <laughs> now we're gonna drill in Antarctica." Oh my god! It's like these these politicians have spent. 40 years trying to drill in this vast wasteland where there's not even a, bra- a blade of grass. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they snuck that in there, too. Oh, it's my like, God. He crushed it. He crushed it. <sighs> Paul Ryan, the whole gang. Uh, good work, you guys. That was, that's the, the unholy trinity of Republican goodness. Oh, my God. And I just, want to, I just want to grab leftists by the shirt. And say, mm-hmm. we're not kicking 13 million people off insurance. 13 million people don't watch your crappy program. <laughs> yes. Now 13 million people have a choice. It's the, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's, but that's, uh, that's a battle for another day. That's the other thing that, that, that is the, the, the big issue. I don't like to be gloom and doom. I, I try to be even handed about this stuff. However, uh, they're, they're just baking it in. To uh, you know, they they say like uh, it's a baked in number. They always use that that phrase. But with the overwhelmingly uh, just the bad press, the bad press every day, every day, the casual person on the street is now uh, starting to become convinced that uh, there was a, a crime with Russia, that it's a criminal enterprise, that all of this stuff is bad, that they're kicking people off of uh, their insurance policies. It's 
it's it's messaging. That's really, really what it's all about, which comes right back to uh, what we're trying to do uh, with the Loftus party is right. Sweet Santa on a stick. This is wonderful news, you guys. You get to keep more of your money. You get to uh, you don't have to buy a product you you don't need. Uh, we're going to be energy independent. What there is no downside. And when uh, yeah, the corporations get more money, but like AT and T, like you were saying, they're going to give out bonuses. They're going to improve their facilities. Mm-hmm. You're going to see wages go up. I really, 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 really think this is going to work. Well, and if it doesn't. And here's the other thing, the other beautiful thing. If it doesn't work, we're right where we left off. Well, but either way, beginning January 1, everybody's in their new tax bracket. Yeah. So you're going to see more cash in your paycheck. It doesn't matter that you have to file this year's taxes under the old thing, right? Yeah. Your actual check will be more for 80% uh, of people who are going to be going, hmm. That's weird. What happened? Yeah. Wait a minute. La- I thought I only made. Uh, I thought I made uh, three eighty. Now mm-hmm. I'm making uh, four twenty. Mm-hmm. Blaze it! Yeah. It'll be great. Enjoy. That's a. Uh, that's well, that's the demonic one who did as that. As a small Donald business Trump. owner. As a small business business owner, my tax burden on pass through just dropped ten percent. I think that's freaking fantastic. It is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the other thing that, that most people don't understand. And uh, I try to articulate it in different ways. But if you're a small business owner and you sell uh, handcrafted luggage and you, you have a pretty good business with your handcrafted luggage uh, and uh, you know, years ago you made uh, $250,000 a year, you figured out a way that you could keep $250,000 a year. And then uh, the liberals, the Democrats, they look at you and they go, wow, you're making $250,000 a year. We're going to tax you more. We're going to penalize you more. Mm-hmm. We're going to put these uh, like these rocks around your neck. It's not like you're going to go, hmm, maybe I should only make $150,000. You will find a way to lay off employees, mm-hmm. automate, cut corners, cut costs so you as the owner still make $250,000 a year. These it only hurts uh the middle class, the the, the lower class, all that other it's it, it's people don't want to be penalized for success. Do you know what else went away, Michael? What? The estate tax. Are you kidding me? For a vast for the vast um Share of payees, yes. That's like, oh, these. This just benefits the rich. So the wealthy who are born wealthy get to stay wealthy. Yep, gone, gone. I heard. I heard. No, no. I'm serious. I heard nothing about the estate tax in this. If they got rid of the estate tax, that's. Uh, that's they got rid of portions of it. The death tax is what I think they called it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder if they just changed the uh, the amount of money in there. That that's just that's just criminal. It's moral. I, I I'll go off on it. I don't want to have another uh, death tax meltdown. But what they should have gotten rid of it. They should have. I'm I'm telling you. I think they did. If only okay. there were this large system of internet interconnected computers that we could like check on our phones. I, I'm 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 doing it right now. I love it. As you do that, I'm going to tell people to to buckle up. Uh, and tighten your chin strap and get ready because there's going to be some – I'm going to be spitting some Star Wars venom later. This is all – I like to start – I like to have the show start like on a high note, on a good rah, rah, rah. Uh, and then we get to uh, the venom, but it's going to – I'm going to be spitting some hot fire. 
And like I was a, literally because I admitted I voted for Trump that made the news. I was on <laughs> I was on Fox News twice that was for admitting funny. I voted for Trump. And they're asking if that hurt my career. And I don't think it did. And I said that's what I said on on Varney and company and, and what I said on Tucker Carlson. However, the amount of venom, the amount of shade I'm about to throw at the new uh, Star Wars movie, this could hurt my career. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, and I'm, and I'm really trying. I'm really trying to balance the scales. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it uh, to make these kind of enemies uh, of uh, of uh, Kathy Kennedy, of uh, uh, Disney, and of uh, Ryan, whatever the guy, the director? But I'm I'm prepared to go the f off. Really? Yes. See, I I didn't feel that passionately about it. Well, it is a uh, it is a cautionary tale. It is what happens. Uh, well, I don't want to get started yet. I don't want to get started yet. Get it'll, started it, yet. It, it'll affect the rest of the show. Well, it'll affect well, the rest of the show. What we could do is is talk about the other awesome thing that happened this week. Well, I was we were treading water for you to look up the uh, the yeah, estate. Yeah, I know. Tax. It's just I've got this Wall Street Journal article that I'm trying to scroll through. Ah, ah, I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Okay. Well, this show is going to be on. Uh, some people probably are just unwrapping uh, their gifts. Mm-hmm. So I'll, we'll we'll get to this later on the show. These are all like little sneak peeks. I'm just like opening little windows of of stuff that we'll really delve into later. Merry Christmas, everybody! I hope you had a great Christmas. I did. Uh, I did the unthinkable this year and got my gifts early. So I am really uh, yes ahead of the game. And it feels so good. I was walking through the mall yesterday on my way to see Star Wars, and you saw this this uh, this look uh, of people. You could see it on their faces, like oh, the desperation. I gotta get somebody a gift. I gotta, and I'm not there. And it's I, I have to celebrate that. I have to pat myself on the back. I did good. Already got my gifts. The bill would also make large cuts to the estate tax, a levy on inheritances charged only to the very wealthy under the plan. A couple could pass on as much as twenty-two million in assets without paying the tax. Okay, so it went up. It, it went up from uh, five to twenty-two. That's a pretty big improvement. That is a pretty big improvement. It should uh, just die in a fire, but I'll take any progress we can get. Well, uh, Rob Long, whose uh, book uh, Bigly, mm-hmm. I was I was quoting a couple weeks ago. He was telling me some shady – like this guy's super smart. He's – Rob Long is a really, really intelligent dude. And there are uh, uh, big tricks that these corporate lawyers and th- – they can kind of skate out of it. They can mm-hmm. find a way to uh, – I, I don't want to uh, get sued for slander. It's not L'Oreal. It's some other cosmetic company. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they create a new company – like right before somebody <laughs> dies or right after somebody dies. So the company, it's always – one is always ending and one's always starting. And so if somebody uh, kicks the bucket, they go, well, they, he doesn't even have that company. It's a new company over here. It's like it's just a giant shell game. I'm not sure how it works. However, uh, the jury is in uh, for the Loftus party and and taxes. I'm digging it. And if they, if they did a great 
damaged to the estate tax, then God bless him even more. That's yep. even a bigger. That's I don't, an even, I don't uh, know how you get back from knocking him down, kicking him in the nuts, teabagging him, and I don't know what the estate tax would be. Oh, that's just rubbing uh, y- your ass on their nose. Oh, okay. They're, All right. They've been knocked unconscious. Uh, their balls have been kicked. You've uh, you've put your your scrotum near their face, <laughs> and then just rub your ass on their nose. But they're unconscious at this point. Now it's literally just like now the and ref then, is like, really, dude, just stop, just and then, stop. And then you just stand up, look at them, and say, elections have consequences. <laughs> oh my god the democrat whining and i'm not i shouldn't be this way i shouldn't but oh my god well and and we didn't even get a seat at the table good good (laughs) but what you know what and this is the one thing i can't i can't get i can't get past were they invited and did they just not show up yeah and oh, here's the other one. And I don't know who did this. I don't know who said it, but it's uh, it's great. And I would encourage uh, everybody on the right who's uh, running for office or reelection uh, in 2018 just to wrap yourself up in this. Eight out of eight out of ten Americans uh, are going to get to keep more money, and not a single Democrat, not a single Democrat, wanted you to keep more of your money. They all voted to continue uh, robbing you. That's yep. I would I would I would that would be my mantra. Wrap yourself in a flag and sing it, son. Yeah. Well, here's, yeah. so here's here's the gloom and doom uh, portion of the show. Uh, I'm very concerned about 2018. Uh, I'm very concerned that um, it is going to be a good versus evil election, and that everyone on the right is going to be painted just as as pure evil, pure selfish, uh, the rise of the Fourth Reich, complete and total racists and and pedoph- just the most evil stuff. And uh, the the Democrats are going to be motivated to vote. They're gonna they're gonna come crawling out of the woodwork. Uh, please, for the love of God, uh, bring sense back to this train wreck of a presidency. We have to do something. We're saving America. I think that I think they're going to do very well in 2018. I I'm very concerned about it. Selfish. So people in government voting to let you keep more of your money is selfish. Yes. I mean, I just think this could be like with some good communications. This could just be spun completely the other way. And I, I think you're right. We we don't package things well. At all. They don't. And here's Mm-mm. here's what they need to do. And this is a, a, a wonderful uh, segue to this. They need to take lessons from Nikki Haley. Oh, my God. Because because Trump was mentioning this stuff about, hey, we, we pay all these guys billions and billions of dollars and then they stab us in the back <clears throat> at the U.N. the first chance they get. And then everybody's like, oh, he's a bully. He's a bully. He's a schoolyard bully. And then. Nikki Haley goes in front of the U.N. and she doesn't put some like little, listen, my bully boss wants me to say this. No, she went full tilt boogie. She's like, thank you, Donald Trump. I'm going to put my foot on the gas and double down on that action. I thought it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. And I'm watching these dudes on MSNBC last night, like Brian freaking Williams. Freaking out. <laughs> freaking right out. 
freaking right out like, wait a minute, is this uh, it, it, it's like um, it's like a mafia boss saying we give you money, do what we want. And then my answer to that is, why are we giving the money in the first place? We exactly. want you to do something. You're a little struggling country and you're like, we need help, America. We need help. OK, here's a couple billion dollars. Oh, thank you, America. OK, well, that's that's a two way street, dude. That's a two way street. If you're asking for our help and then we hook you up with a couple billion dollars. Yeah, we expect your help in return. That seems rational to me. But do you know my favorite part of Nikki Haley? Her hair. Well, she has beautiful Her. hair. She really she does. Really does. <laughs> she, she, it's gorgeous. She's like a L'Oreal commercial. I, whoever, I would love to have her hairdresser. That's all I'm saying. But um, no. So not only is she super smart, but she comes out in front of this world body and basically spanks them all in the same voice you would read Dr. Seuss to a little kid. Yeah. Like her tone of voice is so calm and so like just, oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> and like, wait a minute. She just smacked everybody. I love and it. She did. Mm -hmm. And I love that. She's like, so you're going to make do your little vote, do your little vote. But just know this. We're counting. We're watching. We're watching. And we'll know who voted. And 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 it has consequences. Mm -hmm. So listen, if you're going to be uh, an anti-Semite country. And you think you can tell us where we can put our embassy in Israel? Uh, and you're just you're, you're just like, how often does the UN just vote against Israel because they got a chance to vote against Israel? Right? They just right. <laughs> any chance they can. So yeah, now we're we're keeping track. So I hope you enjoyed the money you got under the Obama administration because I think if you voted against this one, going to be a little less this year. Going to be a little, a little less. less. Mm -hmm. We all got to tighten our purse strings. Well, and I love how they always portray that as like thuggery, but it, it, it makes sense on every level. It's like NATO. It's called like, hey, negotiations. NATO, you guys, exactly. You guys, you've been you've been shirking. You haven't been paying your bills. So I think I might have to rethink this whole thing. What? Mm -hmm. What? It's not that Donald Trump hates NATO. It's like he 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 doesn't like people who say they're going to pay and then they don't. Exactly. It's wonderful. No, but Nikki I, I mean, she's just been killing it. I, yes. I, I've never seen so much footage of the U.S. ambassador at the U.N. as I had of Nikki Haley, and I think it's because she's killing it. Uh, I, I believe so, too. Yeah. I, I, right now, she's my front runner for a presidential candidate. Yeah. I think, yeah, first woman president. I could see got? that. We got another election in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it would be Nikki Haley in what, 2024? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That would I like be her. And the, and the other one I like, who I think has taken what you know I considered a, a blaring trash can fire and turned it into something real, is Sarah Sanders. I, t I tell you, I give that girl a lot of credit. So do I. I, I. I really do. She has impressed me immensely, and mm -hmm. I would love to eat her pie. She didn't make that pie, Michael. I'm kidding. So, I'm know, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, you, you cut out for a second. But you don't think she bakes those pies? I, I bet totally, she makes I totally think she does. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing that came out several weeks ago. You yes. didn't really bake that pie. What? <laughs> That's news. Yeah. 
Well, I wasn't invited to the White House Christmas party. I hate them. They hate LBGT, XQ, YYG23 people. Stupid. Stupid and boring. However, it's, uh, well, it's between, just... Between net neutrality and the taxes and... The UN. I mean, we've killed all the gay people. We've killed all the all the all the all the various identity groups apparently because every single one of them has a problem with every single one of these individual agenda items, and it just cracks me up. Net neutrality. I still don't understand that. Okay. And I, so I still my my stance is still where it was uh, last week when I was talking to Andrew Apple about it. I never felt the internet was broken. I never exactly. felt the need for government interference. Like it seemed to be uh, fine. Like Cracking the internet along. always seemed yep. to be a fine, wonderful place. And 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 people are trying to convince me that unless the government steps in and starts building fences, we're going to lose the Wild West. Well, but here here's the other thing, and you could just go back to this, right? What has the government gotten involved in that has ever gotten any better, except maybe getting to outer space? And even then. Exactly. And Basically, even then. The whole argument that it will make the internet more fair, let me just say this. The most unfair platforms on the internet, places like Google and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, who put their political bias out there in managing the content that's put on them, right – Yes. They connect directly to the internet. They don't go through ISPs and would not be affected by this at all. Go daddy. Yeah. I mean, when and, and and to say that the internet, this wonderful technological tool that allows me to look up the tax bill while we're talking, right? Yes. Um basically it, they're trying to govern it under a law or a set of regulations that were developed in the 1930s to break up the bell companies. Yeah, and the last time I checked, the 1930s weren't really super pretty. Well, they weren't super pretty, and what it eventually, the way they wrote it, what it gave the government the power to do was develop the seven dirty words for the internet. Can you imagine what that would have looked like under the Obama administration? Yeah, and, and I'll say yeah. this uh, mm. for the people who listen who think that we've really uh, screwed this whole thing up and oh, now it's going to go uh, horribly. If, if problems arise, if problems occur, mm -hmm. uh, we, we live in a society that's based on laws. Mm -hmm. So those people can sue and they can go to the courts and they can get media attention and they can sh shout it from the mountaintops and we will fix it. Like I don't like fixing problems that are hypothetical problems. Like, oh, if we don't pass a law, this will happen. Mm, no. It's no. a solution I'm, in search of a problem. Exactly. I'm mm -hmm. going to wait for the crime first, mm -hmm. then go after the criminal, and then, uh, and, and then have my day in court, and then get restitution. So I'm going uh, to be passing on that one. However, you said something. <clears throat> that reminded me of – it wasn't even on my list of junk to talk about, but something I'm super excited about. You're like, what has the government done that has ever improved something uh, beyond the space program? Check this out, and this is the biggest news that no one is reporting on. That This is like game-changer news. There is a thing, and I'm not even kidding, called the Impossible Engine. It is a uh, EM drive. Mm -hmm. an, an electromagnetic drive. A dude invented this in 
2000, mm-hmm. it requires no fuel. Okay. You, you, it works on magnets, and I don't know the science of it, magnets, electromagnetic pulses, whatever. But because it's in a uh, cone-shaped housing, <clears throat> you get a unlimited amount of energy out of it. Okay. And that will, pr- and that will produce thrust. So – why don't I have one in my car? Well, because it, I, because of uh, there, there's gravity and there's air, and it's not going to work well in uh, it, on on the planet. However, if you put it on a spaceship where mm-hmm. there is no resistance, you don't need to have a a boatload of rocket fuel anymore. Oh wow! You can go. They're saying now. So NASA just tested this. They're like, the student invented it in, in the year 2000. They're like, there's no way this works. There's no way this works. So they've been testing it and they can reproduce it. They've reproduced the results. They've reproduced it. It is a thing. They're saying now uh, you can get to Mars in 10 weeks. What? This is – yes. This is a game changer instead because most of a rocket is the fuel. Right. You got to have all this blah, 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 blah. So now you just need enough fuel to, to get out of the atmosphere and then you click on your, impo- your impossible engine or your EM drive and you're going. It is a game changer for the planet. Like hyperspeed. So- I'm telling you what. Mm-hmm. Warp bubbles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're they're now becoming a little bit more than theory, and there could be <laughs> science could back it up. We it's and I, I can't believe that people aren't shouting this from uh, the mountaintops. Well, it's, because you and I'll be first in line for Mars, so I want to go. I we got it. Go. We got to leave. We got to leave before the robot thing happens. Well, oddly enough, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some robots to do some work because my the excitement to me is you've got uh, a space. Now, on a bunch of rockets where you don't need the, as much rocket fuel, you could fill that up with a uh, like a like a little uh, habitat. Like you could send something to Mars now, and then just have robots build it, so that when human beings go, mm-hmm. you just turn the key and you got a little house to go into, and you've already got your water purifiers going, and you've got your garden already planted. Uh, it's wonderful. It's we got wonderful plans to- now. Now we got plans. We got plans now. The impossible engine. Mm-hmm. I love it. I got very excited about it. I thought my kids would be more excited. They really weren't. They just kind of take it as like a, mm-hmm, yeah, that's cool. Well. Anyway. You know, they've been in an age of a lot of impossible things. I mean, can you imagine like what we would have thought if, you know, and by the time this and you're going to have something in the palm of your hand that can get you information from all over the world that you used to have to go to the library for. If you look at uh, if you look at the old uh, Star Trek show, they were right on it. They were yeah, right on it. Mm-hmm. Their little tricorders and their little everybody had a mm-hmm. you know blah blah, which is hilarious. It is. Uh, there's a uh, there's a Newsweek article, and that's another thing. You tell people don't believe everything you read. A lot of this is opinion, and you can look this up, dear gentle listener. Uh, there was a Newsweek article. I think this guy wrote it back in. 89 or maybe 91 how the internet will never amount to anything and this is one of the smartest this is one of the smartest minds and one of the great theorists who's like they say you'll be able to buy plane tickets with the click of a button not gonna happen they say you'll be able to read magazines on the internet 
Don't see that coming to fruition. This dude was wrong about everything. <laughs> it wasn't just so, wrong. He was completely wrong. He's so wrong that he's he's written an apology. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens. You get like everybody – and, and this is the the other great thing, and I'm I'm going back to taxes for a little bit. They're like all the economists say, oh the uh, the economists say it's not going to work. It's not well, you know what? No, that's not true. That's what they want you to believe. However, I can run out the door and find a boatload of economists who are like, wow, you just saved the day with these tax cuts. Now we're really going to get going. So I can't stand that. I can't stand uh, the lies and the blah blah blah. It's so boring. It's mm-hmm. so boring. Now, here's the other wonderful thing that happened. This is – I guess this is our space show. This is our taxes and space show. Did you see the footage of the UFO from uh, inside the jet? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I, well, I don't – the only thing to me that's crazy when you start talking about UFOs and the fact that there's probably like other life forms out there somewhere, that would seem to make a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing about that whole discussion that freaks me out is the dude with the hair. Oh, the guy from Ancient Aliens? Yeah. He yeah. just creeps me out. I can't. Yeah, there is a there is a creep factor there. But, you know, he's doing that. That's all just him. I'm going to be a – like we don't even know his name, but you say the guy with the hair and I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, it's his shtick and that's fine. I just – it's creepy. I find it very interesting that the Pentagon comes out and says, yep, we've been looking at UFOs. Since uh, 2007, then they come out with the footage from the 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 uh, the U.S. fighter jets from 2004. There was another article in the New York Times about an encounter these two jet fighter guys had. Uh, I think back in 2004. There's a lot of lot of mounting evidence for something's going on, and then you tie in this thing where we just invented the impossible engine. Mm-hmm. I think both I think both things are tied together. Hmm. If if you're an alien and you're watching our society evolve and right. you're like, well, they're not ready to join the international community, the intergalactic fellowship, and then one of your guys on earth, one of your undercover alien dudes goes, "Hey, the, hey, they just invented the uh the uh electromagnetic engine and the aliens are like what that piece of technology we invented 2000 years ago they just now discovered that yeah they did Mm -hmm. so we might want to start talking about bringing them into the fold i really think there's (laughs) it's gonna sound i know it sounds crazy as i say it it sounds crazy but stranger things have happened not a lot stranger than that has happened but you know Oh, uh, the invention of uh, the invention of the lightning rod. I don't know. I'm trying to think of actually stranger things have happened, but it's going down exactly like uh, Star Trek predicted. That's how Star Trek would work. You would wait till a society invents a certain piece of technology and then you're like, okay, you guys are obviously your next step is outer space. So before you get here, you should know uh, here's what's going down. Right. So Star Trek brings me right to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And my total hatred of this movie, The Last Jedi, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. What say you? I, I liked parts of it. What parts did you like? Are you just going to wreck them for me? I'm going to wreck the whole movie for everybody. If you haven't seen it yet, don't. Don't give wow. them your money. 
there's going to be spoilers aplenty. There's going to be some real inside Star Wars baseball. I was a fan since I was a kid. When I was a little kid, I saw the first movie and that it changed my view of the world. It really did. It, it, uh, it deeply affected me. I hold this franchise very near and dear to my heart. And it, it got away from them. They sold it. George Lucas sold it to Disney. And, and, and now uh, Disney is having their way with it. And it ain't good, people. It ain't good. Well. Now, there are some parts that I did like visually. There were uh, – and this is the great thing. With, uh, with technology now and cinematography and digital painting, blah, blah, you can make anything happen. Mm-hmm. There, were some, there were some good-looking moments. Mm-hmm. There, were some, uh, there was some imagery on the screen. I'm like, yeah, that's interesting and cool. However, the story was trash. The story was garbage. Uh, it was just absolute garbage. Well, I don't like not understanding what Snoke was all about. Oh, like oh, where where did he come from? Where did he come from, and why are we dealing with him? Was something I kind of wanted to know. And Um, guess what? Guess what, uh, uh, Stacy? The filmmakers don't know. The filmmakers don't know. That is that you you look behind the curtain. So here you had uh, so you had the the emperor from the other Star Wars films, right? The unlimited power, Mm -hmm. and he he tells young Anakin Skywalker. Uh, there was once a, uh, uh, a leader of the, the dark side of the force, uh, a Sith guy who could overcome even death. And mm-hmm. he taught me how to cheat death. And Anakin Skywalker's like, what happened to that guy? And, uh, the emperor's like, well, I, I, I killed him, you know? So there was a bunch of people thinking if that guy knew how to cheat death, I don't think the emperor really did kill him. He might've thought he killed him, but that's Snoke. And that's why Snoke was all jacked up in the face, because those are the that's the remnants of the battle he had with the the evil emperor. And you're like, holy smoke, this is so exciting. That's the original, the OG bad guy. And they totally muffed on it. They totally muffed. And in the scene where he gets killed by Kylo Ren, hilariously hilariously he's bragging about i can manipulate your thoughts i can make you do whatever i can see inside your mind i know exactly what you're doing before you do it meanwhile kylo ren is secretly using the force to manipulate like it was the hokey that's how he goes out like a little punk i'm gonna use the force to turn on the lightsaber and cut you in half while you're talking about how you can read my mind douche douche so we never know who he is we have, we we have no glimpse to his backstory he was just what they call in uh screenwriting just a uh, just a, a straw villain he was just a straw villain he mm-hmm. meant nothing and his lair his lair how retarded was that because because they couldn't figure out what his character was all about you know what they did they go well what kind of space would he enjoy he just just read just like a red – I think he would just have red walls. Well, he's got this cool throne and what are the – just red. And then he's wearing like a gold lame. What is he? Like the freaking uh, – the zombie version of Wayne Newton from the future? Oh, my he, God. He looked like 
It looked like a like a Vegas, like it was like a Vegas show. His like his throne room. Oh, I'm terrified. What's up with all the red? Well, we couldn't think of a bad. It was horrible. All right, so you were disappointed in Snoke. I was disappointed in Snoke. They crapped the bed on that one. They crapped the bed on that whole wonderful opportunity. Um, I'm actually okay with what Kylo told ray about her parents because anakin came from nothing so i didn't need to think that she came from anything special okay i know people were complaining about that too i really wanted her to be obi-wan's kid but i didn't really believe it was going to happen so well uh, they can always they can always go back on that one they can always say that he was uh that he was lying you know that Mm -hmm. he, he just he just wanted to hurt her badly so he said her parents came from nothing however uh, when you have a scene in uh, – what was the previous movie to this? Uh, the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. When you have a scene of The Force Awakens, a flashback to a little girl being dragged away and she sees the the starship leaving. She's like, no, no, come back. Don't leave me. OK, so who's on that starship? The nobody people? The bums? The vagrants who couldn't afford uh, a trip on a spaceship? And then she's got the little uh, doll of the Star War of the, uh, the 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 Rebel jet fighter pilot guy that she adores. Nah, no, no. Here's what they couldn't make up their minds. They don't know the story. They couldn't make up their minds, so they punted on that one too. It's a non-answer. Your parents are nobody. Do you think you're somebody? That was a punt. The whole thing was a punt. The whole thing was just god awful. Was I just did like awful. the whole back and forth between Ray and Kylo Ren, though. Um, well, that part uh, that's interesting. Like to me, the idea of that, like, is, is the classic. She's the good. She's the good guy. She's the the light force, and he's the the guy on the dark side. And she's saying, "No, I think there's still good in him. I'm going to reach out." That's all wonderful, but the idea. That the force, and this is what George Lucas said when they when he sold the rights to Disney. They go, "Do you have any regrets?" He said, "I'm just concerned they're going to start changing the rules of the force, and that's what they're doing." I had no idea that you could use the force to astral project yourself across time and space and the galaxy, and to have real interactions with people. Like you could sit down in a room and meditate. And then your body would physically appear and you could physically touch other stuff. And then – but you weren't really there. That's horse crap. If, if, you, if you could do that, why didn't Yoda do it? Why didn't Ben Kenobi do it? Why did no other Jedi in freaking seven other movies do it? Why didn't they do it in the, uh, the Clone Wars television show that's canon? Because you can't. They broke – they wanted something to happen, so now they're bending the rules of the force to make it happen. That is uh, – that was horrible. I, I actively hate that. The wonderful thing about science fiction and fantasy, when it, when it works well, there's rules and you have to follow the rules. You can't go, oh, you know what else the force can do? You can just astrally project your body and hand people Christmas gifts. But really, you're meditating uh, back on a pile of rocks – on a water planet. What are you crazy? <laughs> I hated it. Wow. I hated it. That, that was I like hated personal. It. That was deep. It was. It, yeah. Listen, I, I, it must be it, because it must be because I'm a chick. I didn't hate it. Well, uh, that's 
that's fine. It's it's like um, oh, what's a good metaphor? It's like a piece of candy. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, that's a piece of candy. I'm just gonna chew it up and good. But it will consistently. Uh, they're gonna keep giving you just uh, candy until a- a- anything could happen, and there's no way out. And writers, w- when your character, you can re- just write yourself into a corner, and then magically, mystically, I didn't know the force could do this. I'm just gonna bling bling bloom and get out of here. Then it's it's just hollow. It's meaningless. It's just candy without the creamy uh, center. So do you think they're going to do another one even though they've said they're not? Oh, they're doing another one. Oh, I thought they said once Carrie Fisher was gone, this was actually going to be the end of the – there was going to be no nine. Oh, there's going to be a nine. They have to do a nine. They're going to do a nine uh, and it will be even worse. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. Do you know what else the Force can do? What? So, uh, so uh, Princess Leia – Who's Luke's sister? She's got the Force too. Uh, she doesn't use it all the time, right? Because uh, she's not really a Jedi. She just kind of has it. But evidently, when your spaceship, when you're on the command bridge of a spaceship, uh, and uh, and a bad guy blows a hole in it, and you're sucked into outer space, um, you can just kind of float around out there for a few minutes. Now, granted, your body is completely frozen, but uh, I guess with the Force. You can open up your eyeballs and and the vacuum of space doesn't affect your eyeballs either. You just look a little crispy. And then you use the force to turn your body and float back to your spaceship and knock on the window and say, hey, I'm not dead. That was ridiculous. That was the most ridiculous sequence. on. And as a filmmaker, why not kill? She's dead in real life. Mm-hmm. She's dead in real life. That's a noble way for her character to go out. I'm like, oh, this is how they they're dealing with the death of Carrie Fisher. That's actually not bad. That's because it's it's heartbreaking and it's emotional. And Kylo Ren didn't want to kill her, but the other guys they shot, and now he'll regret that choice he made for the rest of his life. But no, she's going to use the Force. She's a popsicle that can fly around in oh outer my space. God. It was the worst. It was the worst. It was the worst. Can I at least? Like the scene where Laura Dern's character slices the big ship in half by going into hyperdrive. Okay, and here's what, and and I, this is the same thing. It looked beautiful. It looked wonderful. It was glorious in all its cinematic glory. Now, why did she do that? Because she had no other options. So right. she's going to ram these. People. Mm -hmm. She didn't need to be on there. There was no reason for her to be on there. If you're writing that script and that's an option, you know what else they have in Star Wars? A shit ton of droids, a shit ton of robots. You go grab a robot and you go, listen, here's what you're going to do, buddy. I need you to pilot this in. And he's like, that's cool. That's in my programming. It'd be my honor. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, robot. And if that is a viable option, why didn't they do it? Why didn't they? Why wasn't that their plan? They like they established there's a ton of little getaway ships inside the transports, the transports. OK, well, if sacrificing one of our ships will blow up the entire fleet that's chasing us, how about we do that shit right away? It's retarded. It's insulting to your intelligence. It's like watching – it's like it's like watching a Western where uh, 
uh, you know, the bad guys are going and there's a posse behind them. They're like, we can't shake this posse. What are we going to do? What do they always say? I don't know. Let's split up. That's the first one. Let's split up. Or maybe one of the guys goes, you know what? I'll set up an ambush here. You guys go. I'll try to escape and I'll meet you at the freaking uh, OK Corral. They didn't even try that. Th- their entire plan was to we're going to stay just a little bit in front of them. We're just going to stay just a little bit in front of them. Meanwhile, they establish you can't escape because because uh, uh, the, the dude and the Asian chick whose uh, whose name I think in Star Wars translates into we want this movie to do good in China. They oh, literally wow. they literally left. They left with no pursuit and then came back mm-hmm. with like there was <laughs> so you've you've established people can escape. I saw it happen with my own eye. It was insulting and just got awful. And then, oh, my God, the scene with the little apricot head lady with the big glasses from the first movie. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to throw a brick at the screen there. They're like, hey, apricot lady uh, with the big glasses. Who's that guy that's really good at cracking codes? Now, she's in the middle of a battle. She's like shooting, shooting and using her jetpack. And they're like, hey, what's the name of the guy that can crack codes? I don't have time to tell you his name. If I'm I'm in the middle of a battle. Hey, bitch, you could have just said his name instead of saying all those sentences. You just could have said his name's Jerry. Oh, my right? God. She's like, no, I don't have the time. I got to use my jetpack. I'm busy. What are you guys up to? Oh, we're being uh, we're being uh, chased across the galaxy by the first order. We just need the guy's name. What's his name? That would take. I can't give you his name now. Jetpack activate. Send phasers. to fun. I can't. You'll know him by his jewelry. What the hell was that? Well, I she just couldn't I say that, the dude's name. I just thought that whole little side errand was silly oh it, it was, was meant to establish ridiculous. a relationship between finn and the asian girl and i just never bought it yeah the only relationships i bought in the movie were um ray and kylo ren right yeah um yeah i didn't even really buy uh, and i bought the relationship between kylo ren and the redheaded guy they hate each other um i even bought the relationship between ray and leia's character Right. Yeah. There was there was some some stuff going on there, um, and I bought the one between Leia and the pilot. Uh, that was Princess about Leia. Princess Leia did nothing uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Laura Dern did nothing in the movie. The entire sequence to let's go to the let's go to the casino planet and find the guy with the flower lapel pin did nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, it was just moving pictures. That's all it was in a series of just cinematic moments that someone invented somewhere in a Disney studio. Ooh, this would look cool. Oh, let's do that. Let's find an excuse to do that. It was wow. it was horrible. And and what they did to the Luke Skywalker character uh, was just horrible uh, completely. Like to have him be this bitter old crone uh, that lives alone on this planet who's given up on everything – was just uh, that goes against uh, everything in the canon of Star Wars, and hey, even uh, even Yoda didn't get that bummed out, and that's and they didn't even do the flashback when when Yoda comes and visits as a ghost. All of a sudden, Yoda can make himself physically there. Like Yoda was there. Like what? What are you talking about? 
we have firmly established, and that's the other thing. I can go back like a lawyer and I can show you scenes. Obi-Wan Kenobi's dead. Oh, look, he can come back as a ghost. Oh, yeah, he's got that blue glowy stuff around him. That's kind of cool. Hey, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn is dead. Ooh, but he can come back as a ghost. He's got the blue uh, glowy stuff around him. Oh, now Yoda does it, but he's really there. He's like really a puppet and he's laughing over the burning tree. <laughs> Yoda, who knows that there has to be balance to the Force. You can't have unchecked uh, dark side without having a little bit of hope, uh, with one, at least one Jedi like Yoda, who would probably frown upon. So, uh, you just giving up. Yeah. Going to give up. Totally. All right. Well, what are you going to do? Give up. You must, <laughs> I guess. Well, we are all going to live under Sith rule. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was poor Can writing. Make... Yes. Yes. Can please I make do. you feel better? Yes. So we went to that on Thursday for the night of the premiere, and then on Friday we rewatched um, Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. You know, it's it's really, and I had this discussion with my kids when I was leaving the theater. Mm-hmm. It really, really shows you you can have all the money in the world, you mm-hmm. can have all the sets and everything else. It all comes down to this is going to sound so hokey, good storytelling. Mm-hmm. And Marvel Comics and Pixar used to do it better. We'll see what happens. Now Pixar is missing uh, John Lasseter, who's a, a great story guy uh, because of the whole uh, sex, sexual harassment stuff. H- however, that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. The second that, one was great. Second one was pretty darn good. Was pretty darn good for a sequel. I'll put it right up there with a lot of my favorite sequels. And I won't. It's possible. And I tell you what, this whole Avengers Infinity Stone, uh, I'm totally excited about that. I won't be talked out of being excited about Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, excited about that. When I look at the picture of all the characters that are – I know who they all are. I know their backstories. I know what they can do. And at least to this point, Marvel seems to have been – Pretty good about keeping the rules intact. Yes. Mm-hmm. And building them and building them and building Way them. Way better and- than DC. Oh, yeah. Now, Marvel has their own uh, set of problems mm-hmm. because you bet you got to put some rules on Doctor Strange pretty fast. Okay. Like you're, you have to take Doctor Strange out of the equation pretty quickly in my mind because all he has to do is do the time goes backwards thing, mm. right? We've we've established that Doctor Strange goes, uh-oh, something really bad is happening here. I'll just make time go backwards and fix it. So that's a problem. And this is like – this is the problem that's faced uh, comic book writers for the longest time. Like Superman is so powerful, you have to invent a super powerful enemy to come after him. So uh, that's, that's the wonderful challenge uh, for writers. Mm-hmm. However – what what Marvel appears to be doing so well, uh, DC is messing up some basic dynamics, mm-hmm. and they're they're crapping the bed with their movies. And it looks like you have a bunch of people in charge of the Star Wars franchise who are just gonna uh, not care about story, not care about characters. Like why is it? And I have I have a, a million of them. Why would Laura Dern's character not tell? Uh, Poe, what her plan was. I don't know. It, it, it boggles the mind. 
Mm. I don't like I don't like you. You're a you're a fly by the seat of his pants jet fighter guy. Do you have a plan? Not that I'm telling you. Why not? Does she think he's a traitor? Like that's the that's the interesting discussion, right? You don't believe me cuz you uh, oh, just horrible. There is I guess there's a petition online and I'm going to try to find it and sign it, it to get it thrown out, to get this entire film thrown out. Really? Yes. Wow. What what you have is like the official Star Wars canon. Like when George Lucas, when he was in charge of thing, he would say, well, this is just a story and it's an interesting piece of fiction. It's not the official history of Star Wars. It's not canon. Uh, and so there's a, a bunch of people who don't want this to be the official canon. I could literally I seriously I could devote an entire show to this. I could indu- I could do at least another hour on how much I despise this film. I just despise it. I'm and so nothing, sorry because you were looking so forward to it. Yes. And and mm-hmm. nothing makes sense and uh, you can do anything. Oh, my God in heaven. We're trapped in a cave. We're trapped in a cave. And here come the bad guys. Is there a way out? No, Princess Leia. You frozen popsicle flying around outer space, bitch. There's no way out. Well, where did the crystal cats go? Oh, there is a way out. But no, there's rocks. However, will we get re- use shoot them, shoot them with the blaster that you have on your hip that we just saw when Ray is sitting in her little egg hut. She just one shot, boom! It blasts through an entire wall, and those little frog lady nuns get mad at her. Okay, so everybody has a blaster. You've got oh no, there's a pile of rocks, and the pile of rocks is blowing. Is oh no, what will we do? Shoot it. Shoot it and walk away. I'm sorry. The, the most ridiculous thing I've seen in my life. Well, no. That was the popsicle. The, the popsicle, Princess Leia popsicle, was really bad. Um, I can transport myself across time and space, yet I can still touch you and hand you uh, golden dice. Uh, it is really bad. Uh, Emperor Snoke, I can read your mind. I know everything you think before you. But where'd that come from? Was horrible. There's a pile of rocks. Oh, no. If only we had some kind of explosive device that we could. Oh, that's right. We all have them right here. All we have to do is shoot the top rock and just leave. Horrible. 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 Horrible despise i could go online and play star wars battlefront 2 with a group of strangers and it would be a better story than that shit show i witnessed yesterday in a movie theater wow laura dern dies for nothing poe waste of space i'm an asian girl with half of a (laughs) oh my god and benicio del toro's character are we supposed to care oh no he betrayed them and then del toro (laughs) The laziest piece of acting I've ever seen. How are you going to make this character uni- unique, uh, Benicio? Well, I thought I'd give him a stutter. Really? <laughs> really? That's that's the plan? Yeah. And it, it'll just kind of come out of no, 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 nowhere. Oh, horrible. And then Captain uh, uh, Phantasm or whatever, the Silver Stormtrooper lady. Boy, talk about a, a big ball of nothing there. Just a big ball of nothing. Yeah, and she kind of came out of nowhere in the in the other one too. They didn't have silver stormtroopers. Twice they've wasted her. Twice. Mm-hmm. Who is that chick? 
Why? Where does she come from? What's with the silver? Is it just a shiny outfit? Did she save up more uh, Kroger bonus points and was able to send away for the shiny silver? How do you like there's you can't just do shit because it looks cool. And then, oh, my God, when she, quote, killed Finn, like she pushes him, she pushes him over the edge and she looks down and then, okay, he must be dead because she turns back around towards the camera. So she was just she just threw him down that pit and she looks like, yep, that dude's dead. She turns around and no, he was on a floaty platform the whole time. Like, how did she not see that? You established, you, the director, established, she looked down the hole, she saw what happened. And then, in a universe, in a galaxy, where there is one Jedi, it's the title of your stupid movie, The Last Jedi, there's one, so there's like one dude who has a lightsaber, and that's Kylo Ren. That's the one, one, uno, title of your movie, you dipshits. Half the stormtroopers in the movie have this mysterious uh, weapon to counteract lightsabers. What the heck? What? What? And then. <laughs> oh, oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's almost time for Michael Topia's, I think. And gosh, I can only wonder what they might be in Michael Topia. I want another hour to <laughs> just I want to surround myself with other people who hate this movie and just rail on it for. Uh, like, no, my wife can't take it. My kids can't take it. There's nowhere I can unleash. There's nowhere I can just truly just rage out. I'll bet you there's a forum somewhere on the internet. It's not the same. I need the physical interaction. I'm just a man. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm thinking I might go to Star Wars Celebration this year and just, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens. I want to be a part of that. Let's do some Michael Topias and, and, and hit the bricks. Okay. Shall I go first? Yes, please. In in the real world, there's uh, there's rules that we have to live by, uh, and a lot of them don't make sense. But in Micheltopia, there's a different set of laws, and everything's wonderful. So here here we go. In Micheltopia, when it says Amazon Prime and has the check mark, it really needs to get here in two days. Ooh, this sounds bad. What happened? Just especially at Christmas, it says Amazon Prime, and then it's like it'll be here Friday. But I ordered it on Saturday, you know, the previous Saturday. It's just crazy. I okay. I got that. I got. I'm totally on your side here. Here's a, a recent experience I had with uh, Amazon. Uh, Andrew Apple uh, does uh, the podcast, and he does the the videos. He's a, a key part of this Loftus Party family. He was telling me, uh, and he works on the TV show as well. Valuable guy. Valuable guy. A couple months ago, he's like, dude, we got all the TV shows on a hard drive. We have the podcast on a hard – we have all this stuff. We need a new hard drive. I'm like, OK. Well, I don't know anything about this, Andrew Apple. So uh, send me the link to the one you want. I'll get it. He sends me a link to Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime. And I'm like, OK, cool. So I buy this thing and I have it sent to his address. I fill out the thing and bloop, bloop, blorp, and I get the email. OK, everything's going Everything's wonderful. Uh, a week later, I get an email from Amazon going, hey, our bad. We don't have that. Like, shouldn't – then how did I buy it? <laughs> how did you send me a tracking number? <laughs> how, did, how did all that happen? I, I, I call shenanigans. I call super shenanigans. 
Yeah, it was a drag. So now I have to do it again. Now, now he has to find another hard drive. And we have to do that. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm extremely happy with Amazon Prime. I'm doing no, the I Amazon love, Music. Love the Amazon Prime, but I was just like, I don't know. Last Christmas was better. I'm not sure. Maybe if they've overextended, I don't know. I, I think so. I, I think so. And uh, oh my gosh, the drones. We'll talk about that. The drone. We'll talk about that. Okay. So here's my Michael Topia. In Michael Topia. Uh, there is no movie The Last Jedi. Actually, there will be a movie The Last Jedi, but it's not released yet because in Michael Topia, uh, I go to uh, George Lucas's house, just me and George, uh, and we literally could take turns crapping on napkins and come up uh, with a better script than what they filmed. Oh, my God. I go to Skywalker Ranch. Me and George figure it out, and we talk big picture. We talk story. We literally could scribble uh, on a bathroom wall with a Sharpie and have a better script than what they churned out. Death to uh, the Porgs. I wanted Chewbacca to eat every single last one of them. It looked like a chicken. It did. It looked delicious. And he's like, I can't eat this while you're watching me with your big – listen, that's nothing but a toy. That's nothing but a toy. Eat them. Leave like four so they can reproduce because you want to protect the food supply. (laughs) I hated it. I hated it. Okay, so next episode, that was episode 99. Right. Our our next episode is our big year in review. Uh, Looking back at 2017, looking forward to 2018. We'll do that. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the Facebook page and theloftestparty.com and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, we got we got some big happenings coming up in 2018. Some big happenings. So I hope you had a great Hanukkah. I hope you're having a merry, merry Christmas. And uh, Santa and his elves got you everything you want. We will see you next time. Peace. Peace.